listening to Full Count with Sean Halpin and John Huck. Dude, they don't even know what they're doing. All right, you're listening to the Full Count Podcast. What are you talking about? Hey, Sean, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. Good. Guys, if you're listening on iTunes, click the subscribe button. Do it now. Or Stitcher. I don't even know what you do on that. Well, I'm sure there's a subscribe button there. Uh, I wish I knew more about the internet, but I don't. So the World Wide Web. If you are in the world and you're wide enough to be webbing it up, then um, listen to us on a regular basis and tell your friends. Yeah, and if you could, please, we ask you every week, leave a leave a comment, guys. And nobody something. leaves comments, huh? No. I even no. I even said this. I even posted. I I wrote a tweet from our uh, Twitter for the full count, and I said. Does anybody out there who likes football, besides Lions fans, not want to punch Jim Schwartz in his fucking mouth? And if so, tell us why. That's kind of a long tweet, though. Well, okay, so it was shortened, and it was basically like, uh... Wow. Guys... Why don't we just tell no, them? No, no. We, don't look into it. Don't, don't, don't look right. there. Don't, okay. don't look into it. All right. I won't look. I won't look. I'll just focus on you, dude. Blinders up. Me and you. Uh, Sean, we had a pretty good weekend, uh, I would think, right? Yeah, we had a good time. I mean, you had a bunch of shows this weekend. You did like I just have this image shows. in my brain that won't leave. Yeah. Do you ever have that? Yeah, it's burning my eyes, actually. <laughs> just in the back of my brain, just going... Like, um, like a kettle... Um, Brander, just on the inside of your head, yeah, (laughs) with like hairy nipples, like. And I keep thinking, wait, what was that? It was you know not of this earth. It was not of this earth. Um, (laughs) We can't see what we've we've already seen. But nobody can't see what we. Nobody knows what we're talking about right now. So, guys, first of all, today is uh, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Ooh. So at nine ten, it was nine ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Uh, pretty crazy, huh, guys? It'll be like that again tonight, too. Uh, I don't know why everyone thinks this is awesome. I've been seeing a million posts about That's it. That's when you make your dreams, John. You make my dream. What? That's when you put out dreams. People are like, you know. Put out dreams. I got to put my dreams gotta out Got to put my dreams out when that happens. It's not old milk bottles. It's, what do you mean, put your dreams out? No, you got to make your wishes, your dreams. Let you need to write them down. All right. Well, I need to learn to write then. Guys, it's... 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13. Uh, honk your One, horn. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> honk, honk your horn when that time what comes up again. What episode is this? Episode 46, guys. Guys, we're getting close to 50. We are. We're going to have to do something big for 50. We might have to have Howie Wallfish back. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate. That's not a bad idea, dude. We just replay that episode. <laughs> That's also not a bad idea. With Christmas music behind it. <laughs> We started this around Christmas last year, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, 52 would be a whole year, 52 weeks, right? How many more How many more weeks till Christmas? What am I, a calendar? I don't know, a little bit. Dece- uh, or you could be an American. <laughs> End of December. Know that. Well, it is the birth of the American flag, December 25th. I don't know. Guys. Where the- did you find that out? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's not a real thing. <laughs> December 25th, Jesus and the American flag were born, guys. Um, <laughs> and Hank Williams Jr. Uh, quick, really quick, though, Sean. You did have a lot of shows this weekend. Where were you at, and how were they? Uh, I, you know what? I can't even remember. They were so good that you blacked them out, or were you blacked out, and that's how uh, good they were? Well, I was preoccupied with uh, November 10th, Marine Corps birthday. Marine, okay, we're going to get to that Marine Corps birthday. And, and what did you do? Vet- for- Veterans Day. Okay. Just doing a lot of remembering. Okay, you know? so that's... 
sleeping. I was going to say, I, is that what I do when I'm on the couch just getting high watching? Yeah. I'm just remembering. Remembering. Guys, what are you doing? I'm remembering tonight, dude. Did flappers remember. last night? There was a puppet there. Oh, and it wasn't you? <laughs> no. And I was kind of annoyed. Why? Because I want to get a puppet. Oh, because you're <laughs> mad you don't have one and can't yeah, afford a puppet. because you could say anything racist and just go, the puppet said it. <laughs> And that's what you want a puppet for, so you can get your racist views out there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just go, I said. But this guy, not only did he have a puppet, he had a full black suit to where you didn't see a, a person there. You oh, just saw a puppet. So he was just the puppet? Yeah. So he's not a ventriloquist, he's just a weirdo? Yeah. It was actually really funny. So. Now you like him, and now you're going to defend him. I hate you. All right, perfect. I bought a T-shirt and a CD for him. <laughs> Guys, I bought tickets to his first nine uh, U.S. dates. Uh, then he's going to go to Japan. Um, uh, so Marine Corps birthday, what'd you do? Uh, just, you know, BS with uh, old Marine buddies on Facebook. Uh, that's by the we, way. That's what we do now. Yeah, and if any, anyone listening wants to go to Sean Halpin's Facebook page, some of his old Marine Corps buddies posted some photos <laughs> There's one of Sean wearing glasses, drinking a wine cooler, that if you showed me that picture and made me look at it for 10 weeks in a row with my eyes open the entire time, I would have never known it was Sean. I would have never... I had to... I had to I think I had like, like a denim shirt on. Oh, you looked real uh, early 90s Midwest Texas, dude. But short hair. I mean, obviously you had your Marine cut and you were drinking a Bartles and James or something. But the, It was cheap. You had, it was on base. You had glasses that like looked like they changed color when you go in and out of... The- those are my coaching glasses. <laughs> it was a real... Those were some funny photos, man. Because I, I had to... I had to put the cursor over the picture like, who is that to to show where you were because i was like oh that's him like oh my god and then you had your picture do you still have your picture up um no i took it down oh. i put my uh my selfie up today yeah your selfie is what is going on there you know, it looks like you know a, how girls always take the picture no, really high it's i do like, know come on. i do know and you know what that's doing right it's hiding their giant I fat know, asses that's why. that's why they do it that way because what you do is if you're overweight you put out your chin and then you just make in your, <laughs> and then your boobs will your boobs will right. hopefully cover your gut right you won't see then, the gut you'll see the t- <laughs> oh my god dude um, all right when can we get a break and bring this thing let's just, in let's just bring him in now we'll bring him in now guys our guest today very special guest uh mick bentoncourt who's been taking off his shirt and exposing his nipples uh already and wait let's go over that tattoo again let's yeah, what was oh, that, tattoo? All that this thing? tit talk had me titillated yeah you were you, you were titillated hey also he's my uncle what is that joke all this tit talk had me titillated what was hey, that come tattoo? sit on my lap was what was that tattoo yeah, on your chest creepy Sean right there was that uh was that a was Here's that a, mo- a motorhead tattoo what was that it's a tattoo of a bruise that i have across my chest are you serious? Okay, I was like, <laughs> "Why?" It looked like a bruise. Tattooing the weirdest bruise that's, I've ever seen. That's like a, what came out. One, uh, maybe about four or five years ago, I was, uh, I went out to get some diet cokes, and I thought I need a giant chest tattoo of the Chicago flag draped over the Sacred Heart because shit has to make sense. What? And so I, instead of going to Ralph's, I pulled over. Because they don't give tattoos. They don't give, <laughs> they good, don't, ta- they don't give good tattoos give, at Ralph's. No, no, you don't get the good ones those are, those are, those You are get are okay called, ones. Those are called twos, not tats. <laughs> yeah, just get twos. And I didn't want a twos. You didn't I want wanted, a two. You wanted a tat. I wanted a tat. And so I pulled over to this place, and I got a giant chest tattoo. And uh, Mick, is, Mick is married with children. My next question is, when you so, return home with yeah. no milk and so, a giant chest tattoo that and, obviously cost a lot more than no a gallon. And no rent money. Yeah. And, and, and no mortgage payment. So six hours later, I, well, first off, when I went in there, 
Um, they shaved my chest, and I laid down on basically a massage table. And the guy, now I have other tattoos all over me, but not any on my chest. And when it went, I jumped off the fucking table like someone had just stabbed me in my sternum. Well, it's and a needle. I caked in sweat, look in the mirror, and I have a tiny little line. And I'm like, I'm going to be the guy with the lowercase L tattoo. <laughs> just leave it. This is good. This, this is, good. is my this favorite is good. letter. Favorite letter of all time. Lowercase, just the way I like it. Well, it's the Linda. <laughs> It's the one. Yeah. It's the one letter that's not in my name at all, yeah, yeah. and I just want a little lowercase one. It's really right special. There, I don't want to get love because I wanted to mean something to me. Yeah, I want know? other so. people to ask me about it too. It's like, all about love. Bro. What's with the lowercase L? It looks like you're a giant pussy and didn't get your whole chest tattooed. <laughs> Obviously, you don't know me. <laughs> if you knew me, you'd know what this. Yeah, meant. you know what this means. Yeah. Maybe you should read a book. <laughs> Always. That's a good. That's a good comeback. That's a good yeah. comeback for anything. Read like, a book. Once you read a book, like, wait, yeah. did I miss a fact? What's going on? What? And you feel like an idiot. Oh, he's in his car already. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> he's driving away. But maybe I should read a book. I sh- that guy I brings up a good point. Need to read more. Maybe a Nook what's or a, a Kindle. What's a book? <laughs> what are these books you're talking about? Um, so, so I say to the guy, and he goes, uh, "You know, this is going to be." He goes, this is your sternum, and there's a lot of nerves here. And I, for whatever mm. reason, I had just gotten a uh, tattoo on my hand, so I'm like, knuckle, stern, same yeah. thing. No, not at all. Not even a little bit, no. dude. So then I get the whole tattoo, and he goes, you want a Percocet? You want any Xanax? And I've been sober for 11 and a half years. I'm like, I would love one of those as long as you're cool with me robbing this place. <laughs> if you're cool with that, then let's pop two of those in, finish the tattoo, and I need everyone to get on the floor, count backwards from 100, and it'll be a big fun time. And if you tell the police I was here, I'll kill your family. <laughs> I do want to get into that just so a little bit. The, so he gave you the pill, right? No, so he gives me a tennis ball. So I'm literally like, for six hours so then you went back I get and robbed done. him <laughs> <laughs> I was just totally kidding I'm robbing you anyway <laughs> I don't need pills to be a dick <laughs> yeah he goes what do you think man uh, to the about the rose or, no this is what he goes I'm really excited to hear what you think about the rose and I'm like what are you talking about and he goes no no just look in the mirror Uh-oh. so I look and he added a rose and he goes, what do you think? I go, we're past that. My ma- I, my, it's permanent, fuckface. Like, yeah. there's no, whether I like it or not, you've tattooed a rose on Without my- Without asking you? Just, oh, he goes, I'm just a real, imp- you know, I obviously- Oh, I improv. Oh, improv. he's an improv tattoo artist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, then by all means, go crazy. Yeah. Name a city. <laughs> Name an occupation. I need a relationship. I don't know why. I have a dentist uh, who lives in Des Moines, Iowa, on my back. <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious! The yeah. improv tattoo artist. Uh, Where did this unicorn come from? We'll talk about that. I, was just, I was feeling whimsical. We'll Why don't you read a that. book? We'll talk about that more in a second, guys. Are we? Ta- are that's the segment bell. Our See, first ten is up. So it goes by fast. so fast. We got coffee oh. drinkers. We're all. This is like a morning show right now, guys. Yeah. Hey, look right. outside, guys. We, we got fifteen minutes to get to work. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna talk more to Mick, and we'll tell you who he is and what he's about and why he has a lowercase oh, L and a rose tattooed on his chest now. And why he would rob you after two Xanax. Uh, All right, uh, stay right where you are, because this is going to take about two seconds. I'm Joel Hauser, and you're listening to the Full Count Podcast. It's amazing! I'm James Hetfield, and you're listening to the Full Count Podcast. (laughs) Ha ha! Boom! All right, we're back. Whoa, everybody. This is Boner Pill and Chimp Chimp. <laughs> <laughs> Wanker do. 
Everybody's drinking coffee, so we do feel like we're on a morning show. I would like to point out that we don't have... Our guests never really bring us presents. Uh, and probably because most of them are poor and or uh, not good gift givers. Or not our friends. Or not our friends, <laughs> correct. Uh, <clears throat> um, Mick today brought us a gift. He brought us two large cans. One is Bud Light Limerita. And one light is one can is Bud Light Straw Burita or whatever it is. If you gave a fuck about this podcast, you'll play We Are the Champions now. All right. Well, since we (laughs) did not hear We Are the Champions. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Everybody make us here today. (laughs) Bud Light Lime Arita. Oh, God. (laughs) Disgusting. Uh, Mick Bencourt, you are from Chicago. Is that correct? I am. You are Chicago native. You are Chicago. The kids like it. Oh, God. The kids like it. Uh, you're a Chicago sports fan. You're a Chicago comedian slash uh, writer slash actor who uh, gave it all mm-hmm. up to uh, take care of himself. And now you're just a, kind of a writer in some sort of weird half-ass with a Pearl Jam haircut. Gave it all up. That sounds... I did not expect to hear that about myself. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Let me, let me be very clear. You gave up what uh, a lifestyle that could have possibly killed you uh, and you... And still maintain. You're in the entertainment industry. You're yes. very successful at what you do. Ooh, I like that. You're uh, you're a solid writer. You've written Law and Order SVU. You've written for uh, Detroit One Eight Seven. You wrote for uh, Ironsides, which I don't really want to get into because I'm embarrassed a little bit for you on that one. But uh, we all got to do his outside voice, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I worked on NBC's Real Wedding Crashers, so I can't really judge yeah, anyone. Let's not throw stones, Glasshouse. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, but uh, but I'm correct on most of that stuff, correct? Yes, yeah? yes, and still doing stand-up, headlining Flappers last night. Or no, Sunday, which oh. is a, my favorite club in L.A. It's such a great club. That you was, that you, was, you, that you was too. Kids were booing. Okay, uh, <laughs> Flappers is your favorite club in L.A.? I do. I like it. It's close to the house. It's close it's, to your house. And, it's the um, only place that will put you up. There for it feels a, like a, a road gig, like a funny bone somewhere. It does. Well, I think it's a real audience as opposed to going up at, say, the Improv, which is, you know, in other cities would be a road destination. But here is more of a place where out-of-work actors go to complain and take take a a one-and-a-half-hour break out of their lives to be cynical at someone else. Yeah, and and I understand that. I just think, for me, Flappers is not what it is for you. When you go there, you're in the main room. It's a sold-out night. No, no, I told told them I don't want to do the main room. I love that room in the back, the Yoo-Hoo room, because the deal that I have, I mean, I've played the main room if I'm going to do solid material but the back room there i tell them to bury me in the middle of the lineup give me 10 or 15 minutes i bookend it with stuff i know that works but i let them know look i really want to try to develop new stuff here and then in turn you know like on podcasts like this because i really believe it's a Mm well-run club that treats the comics well which not a lot of other places do Okay, fair enough, fair enough. There's uh, definitely differences of opinion, but uh, you you, you got treated shit like shit I, i don't get treated they don't they don't i don't get booked do you know what I mean? And who, are you, who are you talking to over there? Uh, talking to whoever else. Who's everyone else talking to? I'm talking to the same people. Well, who know? Maybe it's the busboy in one of those $99 suit brokers. Yeah, is, is that not who we're standing sp- in the alley? <laughs> who's like, no, I got the calendar book right here, John. Come talk. You got any smokes? You, any Bud Light? Do you ever get the contract? <laughs> Me and him are sharing a can of Bud Light Lamarita. Do you ever get the contract? Me. Oh, the so, booking thing. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> fucking great, man. Do you have a tattoo of a rose on your chest? Oh, is this, Check. Is this synchronicity? Check. Check. This is fucking unbelievable. Where's John Cusack? What? Uh, <clears throat> okay. Um, uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Can we talk about Ditka? Yeah. Let's. Well. When he played with the Cowboys? Listen. Okay. Uh, uh, so, Mike Ditka. 
played football. You know, first off, and they won't talk about this, and you won't read about this because he never played with Dallas. And he can't read. One time Ditka was in a, in a uh, three-flat in Chicago, and no one ever talks about this, but everyone in Chicago knows that this happened, and a fucking fire broke out. And, of course, everyone was – it was football players. So everyone's drinking a little bit, but Ditka was up there holding court, and there's burglar bars – on a lot of the back doors, and the fire was coming up the front step. Ditka kicked out the fucking window and hung his dick out. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone and climbed down, down to safety. To and safety. saved and everyone. And he was literally going to burn to death, but everyone, uh, I want to say everyone, it was the Green Bay Packers. They tried to pull his dick off his body, but <laughs> inadvertently saved him by pulling him out of the window. <laughs> but no one, no one talks about You're that. You're right. That is, it was never been in the papers. Never, no, never reported. No, we know about that. I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, and why would he talk about it? He's you know, not going to say shit. He's a humble guy. guy. No, he's, he's a humble guy. He's Ditka. He's not going to. He doesn't need to yeah. brag. Anymore. That's why you never see Ditka from the waist down anymore because <laughs> right. he has to wrap that shit. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> we thought it was because he swilled his hips on the he Sunday, never had Sunday a morning stroke. countdown. He never had a stroke. He no. had reconstructive surgery to make him like a normal man because he wants to die <laughs> like a normal human. Well, he being. wants to fit into a regular size casket. Is you his can't, thing. He doesn't can, want yeah. to have to have like two caskets, one for his job. A subterranean casket to fucking drop down and just hold the surgery to become immortal. Yeah, I'm just going to have this immortal surgery. He doesn't want to live like that anymore. He wants to live forever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to live like this anymore. I'd like to live till the end of time. He's yeah. like Uncle Rico. You ever do time travel? You ever get in any of that? That's so funny. I went out on a couple of dates with this girl who went out on a couple of dates with that guy, Uncle Rico. How weird is that? No one? Classy right. chick. She is classy. Did you kiss her? She's very... Yeah, what does that mean? Did you kiss her? Yeah, why? How did Uncle Rico's dick taste? Okay. Oh, <laughs> right, dude. Oh, dude, my God. This is for the kids, guys. <laughs> it tasted like lollipops and lip gloss, you actually. You slammed me three times. You slammed me three times already. <laughs> Call my man tits. Totally degraded me. Oh, uh, Put uh, me into a place that almost might require therapy, and oh, no. I just give you one little jab? What if this was the show he did and he relapses, and everyone's like, let's do a mixed drinking <laughs> yeah. again, and we're like, why? He did your podcast. He, like, stole, wait, those, what? he stole those two beers he brought over <laughs> for us, and he's locked and he, up in his car. And he's in Mexico right now at a donkey show. <laughs> Call me King of Cashio Cans. Just putting a shopping cart down Cashio with cans. King of Cashio Cans. Um, wanted to talk... This is... I don't know. Tell me. Yeah, but do we even talk about Dicka? No, let's get stories? back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I wanted to mention this to everybody. On December 9th, Monday Night Football, uh, Iron Mike Dicka. Yes. Not Iron Sides, the TV show. Iron Mike Dicka. <laughs> no wheelchair involved. No wheelchair involved. Doesn't need one. No. He's got no. steel legs. Uh, we'll have his Chicago Bears number retired. Uh, one of the last jersey numbers the Bears will probably retire for quite some time because otherwise they're going to have no numbers because they're so Everyone's awesome. number three. <laughs> Zero, half. Um, he's going to have his number retired during the Cowboys-Bears Monday Night Football game, which... Where they lose. I think you'll be appreciative because Mike Dicka did, in fact, have a lapse in judgment and play for the communist Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I like every time he tries to call America's team, I try to pretend they're Nazis. It's Pol Pot's team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who manages that? Ken, uh, Ken Jung-il? Yeah, Ken that Jung-il. guy. Yeah. Uh, well, Hitler's always... brother, Doug. D- Doug Hitler. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, nice, nice guy. <laughs> Doug nice Hitler. Guy. Good kids are soft lips. Uh, <laughs> take out the garbage. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow, Mom. You never meet Adolf. Take out the garbage. He was busy giving speeches. He was a Dicka. good public speaker. Dick. Okay. <laughs> Point is, Dick is going to give his number to retire, guys. Uh, Sean, do you feel his number should be retired on the Cowboys as well? 
Uh, or do you no, because th- he's basically not. You know, he's known for being a yeah. Chicago Bear. I mean, he yeah. played for the Cowboys like for what? It was towards the end of his career, or just the better part of his career. <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, but honestly, Mick, do you know this? Is did he play? Because we're a sports this podcast, we know all hurtful. about sports. Did, he played. He played for the Cowboys at the end, right? Or was that the, his, the first two seasons he played for the Cowboys? You know, I have PTSD, so a lot of stuff's been coming up lately. Guys, mixing the PTA. This, this hasn't. Uh, I choose to believe that this never I, happened. I'm a Dallas Cowboys <laughs> denier. Okay, okay, okay. A Dallas Cowboys denier. <laughs> We usually are halfway through the season. We kind of just give up. O- official but, um, site of DeCoach. DeCoach.com. That's probably someone else's site. Well, it says official, so uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? How, so but, so why – so they can – what is it? You can retire a jersey and retire a number. It's two different things, right? No, no, no. I think it's the same thing. I think you retire – Look at that. I think you retire uh, – He's got food on the front page. <laughs> a mustache, Guys. a statue, and a lamb chop. <laughs> <laughs> and a cigar. Yes. And That's ridiculous. Uh, 1961 Rookie of the Year. Uh, for Jesus. And see, look at where the ring is. Middle finger like a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> that is, he does wear it on yeah, the middle finger. Yeah, not a pinky finger, I a sconston diamond. We need some Dicka wine. Oh. Dude. Uh, how do I how do I find out what do you where think you happens Wikipedia. Sean when you drink the wine when you drink Ditka's wine because it has to be like it the wine of Mount like... Olympus <laughs> that not everyone can drink it I mean I know it says you could buy it but it's probably some lure to get in to send you a safety message of why you don't deserve it I think you can only drink it out of like a ram's horn uh, <laughs> now you're talking or something you know, what do like they call a, those camel skins or whatever that the uh, or they go or shale. They look like a that. Ram's yes. horn on a fiery chariot while cashmere plays. Led Zeppelin's cashmere, dude. You fucking drink it out of a, a out of a, 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 a skinned Ooh, flask. Here we go. Okay, Chicago Bears. Then he played for the Eagles and the Cowboys. Ugh. Yeah, what was that? After firing previous coach Neil Armstrong, first of all, an astronaut coached the Bears in eighty one. Lance's well, that's brother. A <laughs> it's Lance's brother. Uh, he was drafted fifth overall in 1961 uh, by Chicago, while the Houston Oilers drafted him eighth overall. What? How does that even happen? On oh, the he AFL, went, he went to Philadelphia, and then he was traded to Philadelphia, and then shipped off to Dallas. Yeah, like he was a prisoner and <laughs> did not want to go. He spent four <laughs> seasons with the Cowboys, highlighted by a touchdown reception. Yeah, and the wow. Cowboys 24 to three victory over the Miami. Do- oh, he played in Super Bowl uh, six. Yeah, that's it's, pretty fascinating. Yeah. But, but then he played in the more important one against the Patriots as a coach. Playing in a Super Bowl, as a coaching coach. a Super Bowl, no stranger to the shoulder of men being carried around. Nope. It's magnificent. We were talking about cloning Ditkas. Yeah, I did uh, mixed podcast, which is called the Mick Bentoncourt Show. Yeah. How original. And um, <clears throat> lot of I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Hey, hurt. look, here's the deal. A lot of pain. Mick, I know you're better than me. So to make myself feel good about everything, got to kind of shit on you a little bit. Otherwise... Yeah. Well, no, that's Chicago. Otherwise, if people aren't making fun of you, then they don't. Yeah. That's a big. That's. So are you from da- Are you from Texas then? Yeah. Is that. Oh, well, there you go. That's a problem. Yeah, because if someone doesn't bust your balls, you're like, I guess yeah. he didn't like me. Yeah. So that is, when you growing up, your friends, you just shit on each other, right? Like, yeah. Almost, almost to the point where if you sure. heard the things you said to each other now, you'd be like, ooh, Jesus, we're fucking assholes. Well, yeah, but even if you read texts to friends now, you're that's, like, 
which yeah. is the incognito well, Jonathan called, Martin thing. Right. It's like he's like, I feel bad that people saw those texts, but I sent them to that guy, not everyone else. Like, they well, did you see they printed out the text, and then uh, Howie Long was like, you know, I don't think these guys want this stuff out in the media. Oh, thanks, they, Howie. They're, yeah, yeah, they're gonna get released. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Oh yeah, no, Martin. No, Martin will not play with the Dolphins again. Incognito probably has to go somewhere else. Where did Martin? Martin? I thought Martin was talking about coming back to play football. Though. He wants to play football, but he won't be playing. He's gonna pick a team. This I is think, the, this uh, is the bully thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gnarly. What uh, do you have any take on this? Jonathan Martin leaves the team, claiming Richie Incognito harassed him, bullied him, picked on him for the whole entire season. Incognito leaves him a few sort of racist-sounding text messages, but then comes out and says, we were like brothers. I was trying to help him. This is what I was sort of told to do. And now, <clears throat> to the two sides, I, I, we have a friend of the show who played in the NFL, Anthony Alabi, and he said he went to the Combine with Incognito, mm-hmm. and he said he was a, f- a funny, jokey guy, real, real fun to be around, but you could tell he had a dark side. Uh-huh. And when I asked him, because <clears throat> Anthony is black, and I was like, do the way the players in the Dolphins were talking about it, they were making it sound like anybody can say the N-word in the Dolphins locker room as long as you're part of the team. And it was like, uh, I was like, did white guys use the N-word around you when you played football? And he was like, no. But that doesn't mean that when I wasn't there, it wasn't being thrown around. You know, it's like you take, and his point is valid, you take people from all walks of life. It's like the military. I mean, Mm -hmm. like you're from Dallas, but if I were to join the same time, I'm from Illinois, and then you got somebody from a high-class family and a poor family, and you throw all these people together, and they all have different views on the world, and they're forced to communicate, and it's like they're not always going to be on the same page. It's like L.A. It is that. It is like L.A., actually. It's a good point. Um, But so, basically, yes, incognito might be a bully, but... Jonathan Martin needs to suck it up and be a little more of a man, is what I'm gathering from other people. But weren't they saying he had to pay like $25,000? You know, it sounded yeah. like the, the, fish was, the fish was this big, and right. then every time the story's retold, the number gets bigger, right. and then people get caught up in the media spotlight bullseye, which, you know, if you think about it, if you can just shut your mouth and go on vacation for two weeks, when you come back, America will be on to something else. Right. Yep. But people feel the need, and I guess, you know, Negative, what do they say? Any publicity is good publicity. Like a lot of the negative shit. Now, I didn't know who the fuck that guy was and probably never would have known <laughs> right, who the fuck right. either one of those guys were. Because they're linemen. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. they're, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> offensive linemen, yeah. too. So it's like the the most unsung of all football players. Yeah. I knew Incognito, but just from being a dick on the Rams. He got kicked off that team for headbutting people during games. Yeah. That's kind of insane. Like, I can't control myself. Oh, wow. I've been in situations where you get on someone's radar and there is a hazing type situation, but you know it's going a little too far. Like, and, you know, if you can pull that person aside one-on-one and go, I get it, I'll roll with it, this is fine, I understand I'm paying my dues, but you're getting a little hot. And if you keep coming at me like that, then I'm going to come back and see you one-on-one again and we'll, we'll have to deal with this. Then usually it calms down if you man up and you just pull that person aside. If you do it in front of everybody, well, then, then the person's yeah. like, then you're well, dissing what, him. But incognito, yeah. incognito said, he goes, if he if it was going too far, he should have just came to me. But then, you know, maybe he was just so beat down. Or, and, and who knows about how insane incognito looks insane. <clears throat> no, they're right. Well, those, those are the only guys that are going to do that, are that, well, that are on a little power trip. That's why I think in order to get around, look, if you know you have to be in a spot, right? Because mm-hmm. I had a gig. I had to be there. Everyone else was great. Part of it was a little hazing thing. But I'm like, I'm going to be here for the next 30 years because that's where I thought I was going to work, get my pension, the whole thing. And I knew the game and I knew the hierarchy. And one guy had a hard on for me. And I had to let him get his thing done in public. And then I pulled him aside. I'm like, if this shit continues, man, then I'm coming back. But you see, I mean, maybe that's just, I'm not 
I don't think we like we're both from Illinois. You're actually from Chicago, Chicago. <clears throat> you have a little more of a. Um, but I lived in the suburbs for a little bit. I'm not, you know, because you always you were honest. I was born in the city until yeah. I was seven. Then I lived in Berwyn for I lived in the suburbs for like nine years and then went back to the city. So then like, it's probably a lot to do with how you were raised. <laughs> then, but it's like you're you're a no shit kind of guy. Like if Sean was giving you a hard time all, then you're like okay, ha ha ha. Eventually, be like stop. That's enough. <laughs> And he would know that no, you were serious. No, no we know. Because no, you're we, we, too we, much we of a chops, But unless you say something like, how do Uncle Rico's nuts taste? And then a man crumbles on a mic <laughs> on his own podcast. <laughs> and then what do you do? Then I wait for you outside <laughs> with a crowbar and I bash all your car windows in. But that was what I was thinking Martin should have done. Just like, I'm not a fighter. I'm not a, I'm, I don't like confrontation. But if I was being pushed too far, it would be like, guess what? I'm sticking two knives in two tires. Yeah. I'm going to key a door on your car. And then I'm going to wait for you outside with a bat and be like, come on, you fat piece of shit. And then I would just go after him. I mean. Yeah, but then they're all, now they have to water down everything. So well, they want to try to water down the whole uh Miami locker room, and then that's going to have to go throughout the whole league, and it's just like. But wasn't there voicemail messages and shit too? There like, were. Did I hear and text. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, the text should tell us sto- the story, you know. The, the, and then he, in Incognito's interview, he gave. Uh, Jay, first of all, Jay Glazer is a chooch. He's why is he advertising Subway? <clears throat> He's disgusting. Yeah. I don't understand. But he, Incognito, maybe it's the new six-inch disgust door. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> six inch slot. Well, I mean, Randy Randy Moss was like, "Hey, I watched the interview, but you know what? That stuff's going to go on. It's been going on, and it's going to go on." No, so it's like I thought Chris Carter said, uh, "Well, go ahead, finish you." But uh, and even Shannon Sharp was like, <laughs> and I didn't even know what that he, meant. But he was passionate he was about there. it. <laughs> so, so it's okay. So Shannon Sharp spit all over everybody, <laughs> and the problem was resolved. <laughs> okay. Chris, you know mouth. what, guys? Shannon's right. <laughs> I agree with that, dude. <laughs> Can we get a quote from Shannon Sharp? <laughs> That's all I'm saying, people. That's <laughs> I thought Chris Carter said something very funny. Everyone's telling... Um, everyone's that telling... he's the greatest player of all time. <laughs> yeah, I'm the greatest so My catch is... Ugh. Stop it. Nothing's better than a blowjob. <laughs> Wait, that does nothing to do, sir. Wait. Randy Ross, but, uh, Randy, Randy Moss is me. I got a hundred on the brown pit bull. <laughs> no, allegedly. That's waiting for you to come in with allegedly. Um, no, but he, Chris Carter was like, everyone's telling Jonathan Martin to man up and be a man and go into the locker room and take care of business. And, and he's like... Be careful who you tell that to. These guys all carry guns now. Yeah. It's not. He goes, in my day, it was uh, would have been a fist fight. It would have been punches thrown and people breaking the fight up and then us going, all right, we're teammates, man. Sorry. Right, yeah. Let's be friends until we get traded. Uh, but now it's like, yeah. well, you think you're better than me? I have a gun. And But they were saying that he had mental problems before. He so must obviously, have. For just to some, walk away. There's the whole sport's on. fucked up. Look, I yeah. like watching football just like everyone else. You have grown. It's going to be like smoking. On the surface, everyone knows smoking's bad now, but that whole, like, oh, we didn't know it was bad for us. Like, there's this yeah. weird self-delusional thing. Grown men are running as fast as they can yeah. from opposite directions and smashing their heads together. But yeah. not just regular grown men. <laughs> not just guys like me and Sean no, who, no. who aren't Monsters. very fast. But, yes. like, guys who have trained their bodies to be faster than the average. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. like us, John. Yeah. You're right. It is just like us. Like, we Tony, just be humble. Tony Dorsett. Tony Dorsett and Brett Favre are two examples of really of guys that when I watched them play, I was like, man, I love you guys. You guys are fantastic, and you're hard-nosed, and you're tough. Yeah. 
And now Tony Dorsett's on TV crying because he can't remember his daughter's name. He's getting he's having outbursts. Mm. He's like, it's insane. It's ugly. insane. It's like, look, you look at those aerial <laughs> shots of the stadium. It's yeah. fucking gladiators. It is. Like, that's I, yeah, the other day always, I was watching even college football. Yeah. I was like, that is that's exactly what gladiators like. Kill each other. Do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, who, who yelled that out? <laughs> uh, there was a guy in the stands. Uh, he was wearing a uh, Russell Crowe. He was wearing a uh, Russell Crowe and Brad Pitt were just wearing um, leaps over their crotch and whatever. Real men wear. wear Wranglers, dude. How about those U-shaped Wranglers? Uh. Basically, those commercials say, "Hey, are you an athlete with a huge dick? Then you need Wrangler U-shaped jeans." Yeah. Otherwise, it... if you're a regular dude with a normal size wiener, then what wear Levi's the fire breaks ones. out. <laughs> And you need to get that. You need people to climb down to Look, safety. If we've, t- if we've learned anything from stories about Ditka that may or may not be about Chuck Norris, it when is... the fire starts, <laughs> it's literally seconds to survival. You can't be swimming around for you know the the, the escape. It's eighty nine seconds. And this yeah. is research. Uh, it's from the I'm internet. Not even, I'm not even going to say it. What? It's from the internet. Oh, okay. Facts. Okay, Thanks. guys. Segment bell. Uh, we're going to take a yay gladiator boo. All right, everybody. Ditka calling in. Ditka, can we? Guys, Ditka's here. Hey, where are the white women at? Shannon Sharp, calm down. (laughs) All right, we want to hear letters if we've insulted you somehow. Um, All right, guys, we'll be right back with the Full Count Podcast. Sean Halp and John Hug, Shannon Sharp, and Mick Metancourt. Hey, this is Tommy from the Comedy Storm. You need to listen to the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Hawk. They get it. Huh? I'm Phoebe Herman and you listen to the Full Count Podcast. Ah! As it felt like forever. We just came back. Wow, we're back, guys. Full Count Podcast. Uh... The pre-segment. Chicken's done. Chicken's done, guys. Uh, We're talking a little bit uh, with Mick Bentoncourt, Chicago sports fan. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, has his own podcast. Has his own podcast, the Mick Bentoncourt Show. What are you? Are you writing now? What are you writing now? No, I actually have uh, an. Well, I'm writing independent stuff right now. I'm going to be pitching some shows. I'm touring uh, stand up, so I'm having a lot of fun right now. Well, it's just you know who's not. What's it like to be successful? Yeah, that's a good. That's a really good question. Do you have meetings? I had a meeting one time. (laughs) One time, and And how did it go? He didn't show up, but I had it. I had he didn't, a, I he had didn't even books. know there was a meeting. I had a meeting, though. It was, it was on the books somehow? He, just, so he said, that I went there and they're like, I don't Never heard of know you. you. <laughs> and I'm like, it's odd. I should be. But you waited. <laughs> you waited it out till the end of the day. Wait, I'm going to go back and wait. Good idea. And eventually he has to walk out of his office. <laughs> and then you can confront and I'm him. Like, you said. <laughs> He's like, that was in 2011. And stop crying. So yeah. get out of my office. I really like your car, Dirk. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> why, why are you trying to kiss me? Oh, so stupid, so, so stupid. Um, we should go to Zanies. Like, where'd you? Oh, where'd you yeah, yeah, but yeah. he was going to say, are you writing anything that has parts in it for Sean or I? And can we come on tour with you? <laughs> and is, can it be called Sean and John? No, well, it's called and Shuck, and it's Sean <laughs> and Huck. <laughs> And uh, it's you two fighting intergalactic crime. Voltron's in it. It's a thing. But I was going to wait till the end of the podcast. Oh, but if you guys to, want to talk it to about us. it now. Yeah, he brought us beer and a pitch. And a pitch. We like this guy. He's A-OK. Um, 
but seriously, uh, we always but like seriously. Doing, is there a sketch that? Well, he's like, seriously, being, tell me more about Sean. <laughs> seriously, we like Voltron as kids. Sounds good. What um, is it based out of? Yeah, because uh, the best is if you get the meeting and the guy gives you what you want, and then you're like, oh, I got to move. Like, yeah, you go yeah. into the meeting, you needed everything desperate. Like, oh, I got to work. Oh, oh, not really into doing the labor on that. Let's pump the brakes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you're writing independently. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm writing. Um, I'm going to be pitching a half hour, a one hour. I'm writing. I mean, I just rented this office, and I talk a lot about it on my podcast because I try to bring people on. Like when you came on and just hear like the arc of what they've done. When did they discover what they were passionate about? What we actions? Pretty much they just talked about AIDS for we, almost we, the we entire came, time. It, it came off the rails a little bit, but it was you know that's that version of the show. <laughs> People need to be aware. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're just, just bringing it to the forefront of thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's still there, guys. Guys, use condoms. <laughs> if I could say that's what my podcast is about. <laughs> if I could leave you with this, use condoms, use guys. Condoms, guys. Wear a hat, guys. <laughs> Put a Jimmy hat on it. <clears throat> All right, so you've got an uh, office that you can write and be away from your family and actually feel like you're working. Yeah, I really wanted to invest, and I heard Seinfeld say this one time, to invest in himself. And I didn't really know what that meant, and I started just taking those actions of like, all right, well, what does that mean? I want to be in you know, uh, films, you know, in movies and in television, but I'm not doing anything, so why don't I buy a camera and then write my own things, allow my, allow them to be horrible, but just shoot them and then learn how to edit and do mix sound and do all that stuff just to do it. Get it done. And if it's horrible, no one has to see it. Hit yeah. fucking delete. But I have that experience and I did it. So I said that this morning. Did you really? Yeah. Hit delete. Well, because... Well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On live. <laughs> but I couldn't find bullets for the gun, so here we are. No, all right. it's, it's almost like you get to that point where you, if you want... you you. You just want to stop asking questions like, how do I do this? How do I do yes. this? And you're like, screw it. I'll do it myself. You That's know? it. And then you don't do anything and then you feel shit. <laughs> no, it's good. Then you go eat. <laughs> Grab a foot long. More than you should have. And <clears throat> then you gently cry yourself to sleep. Uh, you were also, speaking of acting, you were in Gangster Squad. I was, yes. Which is on cable this month, actually. It just got released on Cinemax, which I was super excited about. And, you know, I booked a couple TV pilots back in the day. And the way it works when you get hired as a writer is you have to sign an exclusivity thing. So for 10 months out of the year, for those shows, I wasn't allowed to do anything, develop anything, go act anywhere. So I had a very small window to go if I wasn't doing any independent stuff to actually, one, get an audition, and two, have it actually shoot in that little window. Right. So... To get that was like, like you were just talking about, like I went on the audition and I thought, there's no fucking way I'm going to get this. This is just, there's no way. And then they just called me, hey, the wardrobe's tomorrow or like two days from now. So I'm like, holy fuck. And it had been 10 years of auditioning for movies with nothing. Right. And like, like not even a, a glimmer of hope. None. 10 years. 10 years. I, I mean, I, I got to think that there is something to the saying that the people that make it in this town are either the lucky or the people that can wait it out. Well, also, I also didn't want to put all my eggs in one basket, and I didn't feel like I was doing these things just to do them. I also I felt like I was bringing something to the table. Like, I, I knew I could write. I knew I could act. I knew I could you know, I'd produce live shows. I'd produce shorts. So I just did it. Like we were talking about, I just did it. I gave myself the freedom to fail to get that experience on my own back instead of trying to wait for somebody else to go produce this short film to learn how to produce. Yeah. I just said, fuck it. I'm going to do it, you know? And so right. all those little things and then for whatever reason, the time was right. I went in and I did it and it was fucking crazy, man. It was a legit big, you know, multi-million dollar budgeted it's movie huge. with yeah, like, I mean, there's it's not, you know, I, I really <clears throat> fucking like the movie. I thought it was a cool pop 
bubblegum take on a noir movie like he did with Zombieland, you know? And I think a lot of people went oh, and expected it was... Yeah. Oh, cool. I, Zombieland, I thought was fantastic. Yeah. I yeah. have not seen Gangster Squad yet. I am a bad host in that regard. No, I, you know, I think a lot of people went in thinking it was going to be T-boat. L.A. Confidential or uh, Goodfellas. And really, it's just a fun fucking romp on in, in this world, you know? Yeah. So it's certainly was, not a comedy. Zombieland show? Uh, just like a... Abandoned amusement park, I think. Oh, I mean, really? I thought it was in Texas. But go oh, ahead. it might have been. It might have been. Know. Oh, is that what you were looking for? That was the answer you were looking for? <laughs> Dallas! <laughs> Dallas, the movie-making capital of the world, everybody. But, yeah, what, but how do you feel different from, like, after you said, I'm going to invest in myself? Like, how did that make you? It's kind of empowering when you're like, it's I'm, really I'm doing this. I'll, t- I'll give you an example of what that looks like right now. Like, Sunday night, I was do- I was at Flappers, and it was uh, closing the 7 o'clock show, so it was a 20-minute set. Mm-hmm. And I've been meeting with a lot of people and just trying to I, – I talked myself out of going in the direction that I wanted to in my stand-up out of fear and what other people thought and just what se- clicks were in the scenes. I mean, I did that. I allowed myself to be turned upside down when my shit was going really well, and I just fucked myself up, and I'll own that. You know what I mean? And yeah. I had to untie that knot, and now I said – I'm just going to do shit that I find funny and get back to why I loved stand-up comedy in the first place, minus what anybody else thinks or what the industry likes or other comics like. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do my thing and compete with myself. And that's what I did Sunday, yeah. probably for the first time in eight years. Yeah. And, and I went up and I knew what, I knew what I was going to open with, and I had a vague idea what I was going to close with. But I've been doing this for 16 or 17 years. Yeah. I understand how to entertain an audience, and I took that leap of faith was it a the, the best set in the world? No, but for me, it showed that I could jump it without a safety net and find tags that I didn't know exist. I like to act a lot of stuff out. I'm yeah. not really like a joke, jokey guy, like <clears throat> say a Hannibal or a, you know guys that just deliver jokes, like a Tom Papa or you know. Right. I like to act right. shit out, and, and so you're, you're, you're more. I mean. It's it's also I don't know, again I don't I equate this to like a midwestern thing but it's you're you can really tell a story you yes. can you can get people's attention you're you're animated when you start telling a story I will stop and listen even if it's one something I've heard or two you know something that doesn't isn't about me Richard is, Pryor is my hero I mean I like he, Cosby now that I'm getting a little older but like Pryor was. Yeah. To talk about those, like, I'm just getting to the point now where on stage I could talk about my mom being a convicted bank robber or my kids asking me about whether I'd done drugs and not hiding out in that, but going, you know, I've made every wrong choice possible until I was 28 and now I'm someone's father and and I have to tell them, give them legit advice, but also not be a hypocrite. And I'm fascinated with that dynamic and I want to make that funny and that and be real about it. But what's great about that is it's going to, you know, as you do more of that, the, that perspective is what I would want to see as a comic than someone, I'm sorry, but like 19, 20, telling me about fucking Life. whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, yeah. okay. No. Yeah. I, and it's it's the guys that can that can transcend comedy while they're telling you a story and make it funny. And it is like you told me some some stuff on your show that, man, if if it was just, if I didn't know you and we were in like a shrink's office waiting room and you started telling me that, I would probably be like, oh my God. You go first, dude. You, go first. you know what I mean? Like, I'd let you take my turn. Here's my money, too. Yeah, right? Like, I don't need therapy anymore. The I just Xanax. talk to you. Um, but, I mean, just really crazy stuff. And, and the fact that you've, one, survived it all, and then, two, you can talk about it and you can make light of it and you can, you know, in a sense, hope that other people kind of learn from your mistakes. Although that's, 
I feel like rare. If someone really likes what you do on stage, they're not going to learn from what you're doing. They're going to yeah. go make those mistakes because sure. that's just like <laughs> I, I did. I watched prior. I was like, yeah, cocaine is bad. Give me some cocaine. Like you just, I, I don't know what. Yeah, give us some cocaine. <laughs> it was just that's just how it is. But Cosby is still good. I, ju- I just saw him live. He's got a Comedy Central special coming out. He is no way. He's fantastic. Dude. I sat front row. I'm going to say I opened for Cosby. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm putting an open invite here to you guys because I want to go see Rickles. So anyone who oh, wants to dude, make that road when? trip to go yeah. see Rickles. I think he's playing Canyon Club. I got to check. Ooh, he, oh, out here? We yes, don't have to go to yes. Vegas? Yeah, dude, I'm in. I'm yeah. in. Yeah, I've, I've got. I saw his documentary. Oh, and it's Mr. Right. Warmth, so good. We we should uh, we should talk more about that and yeah. go to that for sure. And uh, we should sit in the front row yes. so he makes fun oh, of us. Yes. <laughs> like the one time I want to be mocked. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> make fun of me. Make fun of me, <laughs> guys. That uh, we're gonna have to wrap it up, guys. I apologize. I actually have to run off. I am. I've booked a, a Toyota viral internet. Yeah. Ad. Oh, enough, John. God, I'm all the time booking. I'm going to play a murderer chasing girls to the woods again. <laughs> Apparently, gonna, is this, there a camera in the film this time? I don't think there's going to be cameras there. No, I <laughs> no. was just told to show up at Griffith Park. Um, all right, uh, Mick, thank you very much for doing the show. Thank you. It was great having you on, man. You're very entertaining. Where are you going to be this week? Uh, this Sunday, uh, when's this come out? Uh, comes out tomorrow morning. Comes out when, uh, Wednesday morning. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. So uh, you can come see me at Flappers this Sunday. That's the only show I'm doing this week. You can get at me on Twitter, at Mick Betancourt. And please check out my podcast, which drops every Monday on iTunes, The Mick Betancourt Show. Very good show. And leave him a comment. Yeah, which Five you, star. Which you won't do for us, but you'll probably do for him a bunch of times. Uh, Sean, where are you going to be this week? Uh, long be oh i'm doing death squad show friday night uh, ice house at the ice house friday night ice house you can see sean helping uh guys i'm not really sure where i'm gonna be so look at my website actually don't go to my facebook page or don't i don't know tweet us or whatever (laughs) guys thanks for listening uh that's our show for today thank you wrap it up we're wrapping it up up. guys our show boys has sailed guys (laughs) Uh, bye guys bye bye everyone everybody (laughs) 